This podcast is brought to you by our fine supporters at Patreon. Patreon supporters of this cast can get bonus episodes, uh, over a dozen of those, a monthly newsletter telling you what's coming up on the show and some things we've been enjoying watching, voting privileges, an extra opportunity for Listener Request Month, and so much more. Visit patreon.com slash dissecting80s to learn more. Hi, campers, and welcome to Camp Crystal Lake. I am your archery instructor, Trip Lano, and with me, as always, is the master of arts and crafts, the macho man, Drew. Andrew Lano. (laughs) I wasn't sure if you were going to go arts and crafts or or skits, camp Uh, skits. Theater was my my first instinct, but that feels like more of a specialty camp. I feel like like camp skits are a thing. Sure, yeah, no, of course. Uh, we did, you know, the our summer camp, we had the lip sync, which is just functionally as skits. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the lip sync. And then yeah. we did the, um, the like, Camp Olympics. Each group did a little mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Always looked forward to that. It was kind of like the color war thing that I think people do at other Yeah, other we did that in college. Uh, which always sounds like dodgy and then you're like oh no like one team is purple blue, one team is purple red. blue yeah, orange yeah. and yellow like it's... yeah yeah but you're like uh wait a minute uh little little nervous um i i had this thought seconds before we were starting recording uh we are uh this is uh oh geez let's do this first it is the spooktacular and today is friday the 13th so you know what we had to do we watched friday the 13th Jason lives. So you know what that means. We gotta go back. We gotta go dissect the 80s. It's your zombie Jason. Something's gonna be done about your zombie Jason. When the mega powers expire. You should also mention that it's part six. Yes, this is part six. Uh, uh, I thought I said Friday the 13th part six. You just said, I think you just said Friday the 13th Jason Lives. Okay, I thought I said part six. Although technically I think it's Jason Lives Friday the 13th part six because nothing in these movies are ever, nothing in these movies are ever logical. Well, I got a new pitch for you. So we've, we've talked at length about how the obvious thing to do is wintertime at Camp Crystal Lake, which mm-hmm. I love. I'm still on board with this. I want to see that movie. But we should be getting many... The fact that, look, and no disrespect to the Swifties, please don't please don't murder me with this They podcast. will, though. Is, this podcast is not against Taylor Swift, but it is a criminal crime that it on the 13th of, of October, there is no horror movie coming out because the Swifties chased Saw away. <laughs> that was the only thing that was coming out then. <laughs> like hell no we're not getting into that buzzsaw but like gosh dang it there should be a friday the what album is she dropping this oh no this is taylor swift's uh, th- uh filmed version of this tour oh the ear is tor- oh my a- god yeah, i didn't so see it like a- but i like i wish i had seen it just because it is it looks incredible it seems fun. Honestly, I think it's really rad that this generation of Stadium X is like, oh, we're doing super cool shit. Beyonce, 
Taylor Swift, uh, somebody else just d- dropped a tour that's supposed to be pretty crazy, and forgive me for not remembering who it is, but that they're like crazy spectacle sets, crazy spectacle costume changes. Like this mm. Pink, I think, is also oh, Pink is on tour now. Doing- Taylor Swift is yeah. like a three hour experience because she's like, I'm doing a little bit from each album. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually looking at the set list and like delighted at somebody being like, I know everybody likes the, you know, the Eras tour is very good title for it, but it's like right there in the name of like, oh, you know, I, you know, uh, some people like this album, some people like that album, so I do that. And then every night she has like the grab bag section where it's like the, 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 the real seasides, I guess. Yeah. Like the, You're going to listen sets. to the Lincoln, the Lincoln score because I decided. Yeah. 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 So. I think they're Taylor Swift songs with the idea of her just being like... I bet the, it's the same is, energy. This is, a, this is a John Williams track I really like, and she just, like, sits quietly in a chair. Plays it on a guitar, maybe? <laughs> no, I just wanted Taylor Swift being like, this is, um, this is Mary Todd's theme. Oh, she's the worst friend <laughs> at she any party? sits down. Yes, and she just quietly sits and is like, I'd like you all to enjoy this experience with me. And she just, like, sips on a Diet Coke and just <laughs> listens to Mary Dodd's theme from Lincoln. But, look, I know Taylor Swift likes the number 13, and I, 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 I like Taylor Swift. I don't even have any problems with her. My issue is it's friggin' stupid that there was a Friday the 13th coming up in October and they couldn't get their shit together and get the rights squared away in time to get a damn movie made. Not just Friday the 13th. You mean any scary movie? I particularly mean fr- there should be. It's okay, When you are the guy or let's be honest, it's probably a man in charge of Paramount and you're looking at the calendar when you get that job, you should be like, all right, show me all the Friday the 13th for the next five years. And when you see one in October, it should be like, we're getting a Friday the 13th. Is it still Paramount? I don't care. I can never, like, truly, that is, this is the one franchise that's like, who's on first? It's like hot potato. I think so. I think I'm right with the Paramount. I could be, I could be wrong. But anyway, this whole thing with the rights over who owns what and who, it's just like, just pay the guy. Just cut him a check. figure it out. So much money. It's like, you just made so much money off this idea that you spent so little on. Just cut him a check. And be like, thanks. We appreciate your work. I mean, we just watched people strike for a very long time because they won't. Yes. I, I'm, this is the same beef. Yeah. The same beef. The same people that will, uh, that can think that can, you know, pay to cut down trees on the picket lines can't can't pay to, uh, yeah. Yeah. to pay people. Yeah, but it's just like the fact that there's not a Friday the Thirteenth coming out on a Friday the Thirteenth in October when we have known this date for time immemorial in 1980 they should have just been like all right here's every friday the 13th in october <laughs> for the next 60 years and here's when we got to get movies together so that that is why i'm that i again no disrespect to taylor but it's crazy that there's no friday the 13th movie but i thought she was dropping a new taylor's version and i was like ooh, which one no no this is uh taylor's version of the eras tour but let me let me hit you with this okay we've got jason in the cold or whatever love that idea snowy jason mm-hmm. great idea Friday Camp Crystal Lake reopens as a theater camp. I mean, I'm into the idea of that. It's it's a it's kids like getting ready to do a musical and oh oh my god, Jason's here. Frankly, that's what I would have rather seen than that stupid theater camp movie that just came out with Ben Platt. I think it looks funny. I haven't watched it yet. It just hit one of the streaming. I think it's Hulu. It did, I'm but here's the thing. There already was an excellent theater camp movie called Camp that no that like all theater kids know about it's like a rite of passage because it's not a big movie it's not like some mainstream success but 
all fucking theater kids know this movie. And ironically, our cousin showed it to me. And she's not a theater kid. No. But she was like, I found this movie. I think you'd like it. And then we sat down and watched it. And we were like, this is crazy. And I was like, this is great. And, I, and then watching the trailer for this, I was like, this just seems like a worse version of camp. Is this like a Ben Platt loves camp and wanted to make his own version? Is this is this camp Ben Platt? I mean, version? probably. I, I don't. I don't love Ben Platt. I think. Yeah. The, the fact that he. I think Ben Platt is perfectly fine. I think Ben Platt playing that character, in Dear the, Evan Hansen. In Dear yeah. Hansen the fact that he was fucking forty yeah, amongst eighteen-year-olds. Yeah, it's, it's it's a crime. And then had the audacity when people were like, "Hey, I think he's a little old for this part." To be like. I originated this role and I've campaigned for this movie. So the movie wouldn't happen without me. So I'm doing it. It's like, that seems like a lot of wrong reasons to do <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, also just play one of the teachers. It, he, he literally looks like that scene from 30 Rock where fucking Steve Buscemi is in a backwards yeah, I know. hat. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen uh, Jenny Nicholson's, if not the whole video, parts of the video where she talks about this. It may have been like a clip she posted to promote her Patreon or something, but I was like, oh, that's very funny. Uh, but yeah, like, how, why couldn't he have just played like the parent? Also, the, the fact that his so, like, fiance, his now fiance, also played that role. Like, you couldn't have stepped aside and been like, "Hey, why don't you take this one, kiddo?" Wait, wait, hold on. Ben Platt is engaged to the person who succeeded. One of him the on people Broadway who succeeded after him. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a th- their relationship kind of weirds me out, and I don't know why. They, is, there, is there a pretty big age gap there? Um, I'm gonna say it's. F- like five to ten years it's not it's okay, not like okay not like 20. wild but i would say five to ten years okay. if i had to guess it's the kid that's, from the real o'neills that show that i never watched i yeah i don't know what that is but anyway how great would this be jason at theater camp and like first of all you get like a more interesting diverse cast in there right you have you get to have all the different flavors of theater kid uh you know various things two you kind of make up for the fact that like every gay character in jason movies i think there are a couple is like a nightmare <laughs> they're either very coded or a nightmare yeah it's it's they're all like uh hollywood mantras basically mm-hmm. from from, from mannequin, mannequin where it's like i'm not gonna do the voice if you want to do the voice you could do the voice i don't yeah, feel it, comfortable doing the voice. picture snagglepuss but it would be like, and if you don't know what snagglepuss <laughs> sounds like think about it for two seconds and you you get there but it would it would he would you know it would be jason like coming around and the guy would be like hey girl you smell awful what's wrong with you and it would be like real head bobby and the outfit would be ridiculous and again i'm not going to do the lispy voice but it would be a lispy it, yeah. voice uh picture james yeah, so Corden playing like, a gay character also yeah exactly you know yeah yeah but i'm like we could do you could have a lot of fun. First of all, the kills would be very interesting. You'd have some sort of props and sandbags, set pieces. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm picturing like a kid running from Jason and him like dropping a sandbag and it like breaks their leg and they're like crying to get away and he keeps like he he's like they're getting like whoomp, whoomp, oh he's like at he the he's at the uh, at the railing at the road at the rails yeah, to yeah to just walk down and or, or I was picture I was picturing him on the same level as them but above them or below them would be cool too. no the ra- sorry the rails are what we call the the the, the ropes. Oh, that's what the the rope is attached. If to. I'm not mistaken, it's been a long time since okay. I've I assume the rails was up where the lights are. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure the rails were that. I think. But like, yeah, wouldn't that be? It's like the kid gets hit by the first sandbag, and they're like dragging like a broken ankle or something. And Jason's there cutting the bags, and they yeah. keep like falling near the kid, and the kid's like trying to dodge him. And then of course one gets him. But it would I have to like be it, this movie rules where it's it's not the t- it's not the campers that are being killed. It's the counselors, and we have to. 
Like they're sure they're all fine. exactly the worst kind of theater, like college kids that are like trying to get credit. I, I'm fine with either, honestly. I, I just don't like the Jason, I don't like kids getting killed. I don't know why. Jason don't want really them singing, but I don't want them killed. <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like there's a lot to work with there. Jason at theater camp, good idea. Put that somebody write that down. Yeah. TM TM. We uh, like like what other weird specific camps like a nudist camp like. What other like fat camp? Fat camp could work, like, or, but I because then no, exist anymore. if it is that, then the twist at the end is that there is no real killer. It's just to make them all do cardio. <laughs> no, that's it's a double. Twist. With the, they think it's just them doing cardio, and then the yes, okay, yep, 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 yep. Jason kills. Jason kills the fake Jason. Yes, here we, yeah, I'm here we go. Yeah, we landed the plane. Heavyweights, heavyweights, but Jason. Heavyweights, but Jason. What I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, like a yeah, a great version of it. So I just it's like you could do specific sports, but that's kind of bad. Or one of the, I so, like the idea of uh, Penhurst near uh, me does uh, in their off season. They do camp out weekends, and mm-hmm. they have one some that are just like you're on the spooky grounds and you can go do a tour, like a your own little ghost hunt or whatever in there. But yeah. then they have ones that are like basically horror movie cosplay weekends. Oh, that's where like you're gonna get terrorized in your tent and have to chase away from someone, and like if you you know your flag gets pulled, you're dead, and you go to the dead room. Yeah, yeah, I've I've read about these. I've not done it, of course. But something like that, I think, would also be fun. Again, the like everyone thinks it's not real. These effects are great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that would be. I think that'd be really good. So that that is my additional pitches for Friday the Thirteenth movies. Get off your ass, Paramount or whoever it is. Uh, let's go to this movie. Eighty two minutes. Mama Mia. Breezy. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Where's that girl? She's dead. <laughs> Jason killed her with a machete. Jason squished uh, her head. Terror Inc. <laughs> what a, a lot of like the creature from the Black Lagoon head squishes in this one. Yeah, yeah. This one has a very weird uh, fixation with head squishing. Yeah, uh, w- not not gross and gory, which is kind of what I expected. But uh, it's we'll a it's a surprisingly tame. Friday the 13th? Yes, it is. This is the also the only one with no nudity. I know. And the weirdest no. sex scene I've ever seen in a movie. Where she's like gyrating on she's her n- belly button? But she's like dancing. It's not that she's like doing the thing and like trying to get all sexy with, the, with her wiggles. <laughs> she's like straight up just dancing to the music. She's, she's basically doing, uh, oh man, flash. Yeah, she's doing this man. Jennifer Beals. We'll get there uh, yeah, when we get we'll there. We'll get but. to that in due time. Yeah, we got this. There's not that much to talk about in this movie. We got to save the good parts somewhat. Uh, so this is this is mil- made by Terror Inc., which I love as a production company title. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got Tommy Jarvis played by a different actor, quote unquote uh, adult busting Tommy, out of the psych ward. <laughs> yeah, adult-ish Tommy. It's it's hard to tell how old these people are supposed to be. Yeah, for sure. It's it's very weird that he seems like he's 24. <laughs> well, so here. Friday the 13th has the weirdest, one of the weirdest timelines, like, like, t- literal time-wise. Not like how, in on the Hall- if you look at the Halloween timeline, there's, like, eight branches and the multiverse right, or whatever. Right, right. Like, in the truest sense of a timeline, this movie takes place in the year 1990. Yes. <laughs> so I wrote them all down because I wanted a cheat sheet. Oh, for boy. Oh, okay. All right. Let's hear it. So Friday the 13th part one takes place in 19. 19- this is a very good cheat sheet, by the way. You should send me a picture of it. We'll post it. On oh, it's helpful. Uh, is takes place in 1979, was released in 1980. 
Friday the Thirteenth. That's fine. Nothing weird. There. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, Three, and Four all take place in a a weekend in 1984, and those were released in 81, 82, and 84. Friday the Thirteenth Part Five without Jason takes place in 1989, which was released in 85. This one, 1990, released in 86. Part Seven takes place in 1997. And was released in 88. That's Jason Goes to Hell, I believe? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The, the cr- final the gross, Friday, the, LOL. With the weird Jason worm. Uh, yes. Jason took Manhattan in 1998, and that was... <laughs> but that came out in 89? Yep, 89. And then uh, part nine, which I can't remember what it's called, uh, takes place in 2003, but was released in 93. Wow. And then Jason X just takes place in the future. The future, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Freddy versus Jason, also somewhere weirdly back, but you know, sliding back in so the timeline. So, technically, Freddy versus Jason might be shortly after part nine, which took place in 2003. <laughs> it's probably, it's true. A dor- he, he was dormant for, like, a year or two before they were like, yeah, wake him up! <laughs> but no one talks about that, how stupid the timeline right. is. It's completely nonsense, yeah, yeah. And also, it, it's irrelevant for the movies, I think, is part of the reason why. Like, there's just no, but there's no, you know, reason for that. It's just, like, the, my biggest qualm is that, like, they were like, oh, we'll, we'll use the same character. But then it was like, well, Corey Feldman is a child, and we don't want to focus on a yeah. child, so let's age yeah. him up. But then it's like, well, now you're doing a time jump. Yeah. At that point, yeah. just like, who gives a shit? Right. And also, so here's, so on the same token or similar token to what you're talking about so this tommy busts out of the psych ward because he's like i have to see jason's dead body it's the only thing that will will work for to, to cure me so he goes to the cemetery and they dig up jason which is just insane as a choice of things also who paid for jason's casket and i and so tombstone. many questions about because those are yeah not free the government doesn't just hand right. them out when you die right 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 and it's like this would be a grave that would be desecrated and or worshipped weirdly by Fricos or whatever, and they would definitely have him in an unmarked grave. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he would be, yeah, for sure, him in an unmarked grave. Also, look, even if you don't believe the stories the kids are telling you, why don't you just cremate this guy to be sure, right? Like, if there's That's like, one... Isn't cremation the, like, the default setting for John Doe's with no family? I would think so. I would think so. They put him in a cardboard box and they incinerate him. That's what they should do to Jason. Mm-hmm. Like that's I don't get it. Maybe not in the eighties. Yeah. I get. It. Maybe that was a different time. Yeah, maybe. But I'm pretty maybe. sure today, if you die and they don't know who you are, they're just like, ah, eh, toss him in. Right. I think that- <laughs> that's so crass. Very funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, I am I mean, sure that is exactly how people wrong. treat unknown dead bodies i I am sure you're considering how well human life is treated in our country i'm sure once the life is gone that they're utmost respectful i think you're right i just i just i was picturing the like classic movie morgue attendant guy eating a sandwich because they're all eating a fucking sandwich (laughs) they're always eating a sandwich and he puts the sandwich down on the dead guy he's working on and then he's like oh is that that john doe and toss him in (laughs) and just over the shoulder (laughs) yeah 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 um but so they dig up jason they first of all they they dig undig a grave which would take you like two days which so long totally bonkers um <laughs> just ridiculous but they open it up it's also not six feet like, down because he because tommy is a tall boy yeah, he, and he is yeah, like yeah, tommy's waist level out. in there yeah yeah but jason is like 
really gross in here. And I feel like in a year, you're not getting to this level of gross. I don't know. Maybe I'm totally well, wrong. He came out of the lake, didn't he? Sure. I'm just saying like, so when I was in New Orleans. Like he started ago, wet was I, my thing. Like, you know, when you, oh, like when you oh, put sure. like a. Well, they, they, get, they embalm you. They do all that stuff. Do we think they embalmed Jason? <laughs> I think you gotta like. I don't think. I don't think you just like slide Toss it a in body a box. into the. Yeah, what, I don't think here's you the do thing. That. I'm picturing it that it's like if you like when you're on vacation, you have like a bag for your like a plastic Ziploc bag for your bathing suit, and then you yeah. forget about it for like two weeks, and yeah. then you're like, oh yeah. god. Yeah, I'm what is picturing I have to just throw this away? It's never going to be clean. Uh, yeah, can can this house be clean? I'm picturing right. that they just like opened the body bag and they were like, ugh, toss it in. If that was true, I want to see Tommy unzipping the bag. Well, that too. Yeah, it's in the co- in the casket in the bag. Yeah. So like they double bagged it for the smell. They did. They, that's that's what it was. That's why he the rapid decomp because it was all contained in the bag. Because I I took a cemetery tour in New Orleans, and in New Orleans they don't do that stuff. They like put the body in their above ground graves, mm-hmm. and it's so hot and humid in New Orleans that like within a year, basically all that's left are like hip bones and and the other like really large parts of a body. And so like the bo- they, like the rest of the bones themselves kind of go away. Yeah, it's all gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens very quickly down there because the atmosphere. And then it's kind of like a, there's a kind of a beauty to this. I know that some people might find this gross or weird, but so like a family would have a, 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 a Jesus, what are they called? A mausoleum. Uh, Crypt? I guess that's what it's called. Yeah, one of, whatever. It's, there's probably another New Orleans-y word for it, but those are the, essentially, there'd be like three slots in it, right? And you'd put somebody in and then like, hopefully you didn't like have more people die in, in your family than would fit in a year because you'd have to go like get a space somewhere else. But after a year, they would just like push everything. So the the imagine like a shelf that doesn't go all the way to the back and there's like a gap. Mm-hmm. They just They just like push whatever's left and it all falls to the bottom. And then like everybody kind of like whatever's left kind of like mingles huh. together as it continues to happen. There's so, a like, beauty the there. Family is. Yeah. And so I was just like imagining is like, it's, it's suddenly Jason in new Orleans. Is it like, he's just like the Cajun guy. And he's like, Oh, Jason down in the bayou. And then I was like, Oh, well, that's those hatchet movies. But like, I would watch Jason goes to the bayou. Jason takes the bayou. Only, you know? only if like Marie Laveau was the, was the enemy there. Like she was involved. She I want. Her. I want to. I want a voodoo witch involved. Maybe. Maybe Marie Laveau just like brings Jason, and then he goes on his ramp. He like. She's she, like, you'll be. You'll do my bidding. She reanimates him because zombies are a part of voodoo culture. Right, but I'm just saying she thinks she's gonna have like the ultimate killing machine, and instead he's like, Jason doesn't work for anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then we got like Jason pushing a guy into a fan boat. <sighs> yeah, a bunch of gators. J- yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason fights a gator. Jason fights crawdads. Jason <laughs> They're kind of little, though, aren't they? <laughs> I just want Jason emerging from the swamp with like a thousand crawdads all like clip clapping all over him, and him just like, you know, See, he doesn't I, make noise, but whatever. I do also but like. How, hold on, Jason on Bourbon Street, and tourists are like taking selfies with them because they think it's like a a gag and like tucking five dollars. If coveralls. they did, if they did Manhattan now, that would have to be in there. Oh yeah. It's like Jason and the that gross Elmo Mickey and Minnie and yeah, yeah Elmo the like nightmare fuel ones. Um, uh, yeah, I just uh, J- Jason in Bayou is something I, I do like that. Watch. Um, but I also like this fan art that I feel like crops up 
once or twice a year that makes the rounds on the Instagrams and stuff of like Jason drinking a hurricane. No, but very into this. <laughs> he has to like squish it, squish the straw to get it into his mask. Well, he's got the holes. It's like perfectly sized. Are they, well, I, mean, I don't know if they're straw. Maybe you have to squish it to push it through. I don't know how big these yeah, holes I think are. It's like I think I think I think the idea is like it's exactly the right size to fit through the hole. So he's just like walking down. He's got the machete in one hand. Uh, you know, oh no, he's got he's got the machete in a holster so he can have a beignet. Yes, and uh, and a, and a hurricane. Maybe some gumbo. Um, but there's this uh, fan art of like Jason as a camp counselor at oh, Crystal Lake, sure. and it's it's like all pastel colors and bright. He's still got the mask on, but he's this like big beefy mountain of a guy who's like <laughs> who's like mean who's like stop bullying and like <laughs> hey this kid's drowning and like chastising like he's buddy system. He's like the head counselor at Crystal Lake now, and there's just this like weird delightful or like wholesomeness that i, I find yeah, very enjoyable great. to that dream yeah i think that's that's very good I, I'm, I'm on board i like that um but so tommy digs him up and then he grabs he pulls one of the he like uh, rips the struts. fence apart yeah yeah and it's it's a spear then and he starts like you know slamming jason like ahab and the whale and oh what wouldn't you know it lightning strikes while he's got this sticking out of his chest and we go we just fully do frankenstein he just well he, the director said he liked the uh the old hammer films so i get it yeah no i i get that but he also he, as part of the like oh i'm going to i'm going to stab jason he throws his mask in there and it's like well you can't do that no, no you got to break that Let's, shit yeah, yeah. And then also, you gotta do the supernatural, squirt it with the gasoline or the lighter fluid, light the Zippo, throw the Zippo in. The Winchester Brothers had an infinite Zippo budget. I don't know if you've ever thought about it. <laughs> I, I, but it was yeah. always... It's always a lit. So it's never in movies what it should be, which is like lighting one match of a book of matches and then setting the book of matches on fire and tossing that in because that mm-hmm. costs like a quarter. It's always like a Zippo, which isn't that expensive, but it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just throwing this Zippo into the flames. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, uh, half the time they're doing that knee trick. That's not even a trick anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We're the the flip flick. Yeah. The lighter on your knee. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. Tommy didn't have a rain plan and i'm like you're in new jersey yeah in the summer it like you think there's rain. no rain yeah. yeah i know you're in the psych ward but don't they let you watch the tv can't you just like get the weather yeah uh jason fully kalimaz his friend <laughs> yeah he uh, full of, i also the when the lightning hits this thing it melts and looks really rad and jason pulls it out of his own chest first yeah uh, and then we get a James Bond reference as this cold open ends, which like so weird. I like it because it sets the tone that like there's this is there's going to be some jokes. Yeah, it's not like a yeah, comedy, I, but there's some good yeah. jokes. It's 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 aware of the fact that look, we're on the sixth one of these, y'all. We got to do a little bit of a, bil- a silliness in this business. Yeah. Well, apparently, this movie uh, helped inspire Scream. Oh, I I could see that. Mm-hmm. Like obviously not fully, but like oh the the base the base levels yeah. there. Yeah, I could see that. I think I, I we were gonna get to this at the end anyway, but I think this is my second favorite of these. I the think so. Final chapter is my favorite. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's a it's a you know the 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 tone of this works. This is a great one to like if someone's never seen one of these before. This and number four, I think, like hit all the stuff you want to get out of these. Mm-hmm. This one's a little tamer for if you you know your friends are a little prudish i agree um it doesn't i I feel like they 
at some point it started, I don't know when in the franchise or like when in the zeitgeist it switched to like, let's focus on killing bad people and like, let's show them be like the shittiest humans before we just slaughter them all. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is my preference. Yeah, you have to, I want to know that they're like yeah. bad people. Right. You don't want it to be just like a bunch of nice people. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this more with next week's movie or next episode's movie. Excuse me, not next week. Um, one of the characters in that is like a genuinely sweet and nice, pers- nice person. And when they get it, I'm like, no, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, huge mistake here. You can't rename the town. All you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. Going to be a curse. You're moving the headstones and leaving the bodies. Absolutely. Yeah. You just, you can't do, you got to put, if you're going to do that, you got to put in a little print on the town sign, like formerly known as Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. It's there technically. Is it, is it this, yeah. is it red print on a red background? Yeah. But we wrote it there. Yeah. We did technically do it. Yeah. Because, you know, then it becomes like a weird legend and such, you know, you can't, you just can't do that. Yeah. You can rename your town for other reasons, but if it's like we had a awful reanimated corpse shambling around and killing camp counselors for several several years, you just that's it. Not I'm really sorry, several years. To be just that. a week. Just a weekend. One year. Yeah, that's, I, that's true. You did just dispatch that it was just a single weekend. Mm-hmm. The, the, the numbers two through four were just a single weekend. So wait, does that mean one of them is the thirteenth, one of them is the fourteenth, and one of them is the fifteenth? Probably. Well, it's like how Halloween 2 doesn't take place on Halloween anymore. That's like, fair. Like, at that point, it's probably midnight. That's fair. That's fair. Even if it starts before midnight, most of that movie takes place on yeah. the uh, All Hallows... Uh, all, wait, no. All Saints Day? What's November 1st? Uh, Day of the Dead. Day of the That's Dead. what I wanted. That's what I wanted, yeah. Uh, Tony Goldwyn, our favorite from Ghost. As the, the sheriff? Nepoist of Nepo babies. Uh, no, he's the... Um, He's the guy in the car with the lady who gets killed right here really fast. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, there's a Tony Goldman and a woman are in this car and they're driving down this. The like, director's dark wife. Dark and. Oh, is that right? Uh, they're driving down the road. Uh, it's very creepy. Jason's on the road. Um, and they try to run away and then they can't. Uh, Jason. Yeah. She's immediately like, hey, tires. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a woman in the world and yeah, I'm, I, I am telling I you you're in this. danger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're you're gonna be in a movie in a, in a somewhat near future, and Whoopi Goldberg's gonna say this. So I'm gonna say it now. You in danger, girl. You in danger, girl. <laughs> because they try to get away, and then he's like, well, let's play chicken with him. And it's like, why? It, mm-hmm. I that seems like not the man in the mask with the giant spear in the middle of the road. And yeah, no thanks. At night yeah. with no lights on, like, don't play chicken with him. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. So he pops the tire, which looks really awesome. And then Tony Golden opens the glove box and he takes out the gun that a saloon girl would have hidden in her garters. It's the I was going to say it's the gun. It's a gun you would get in a crane game. Like, yes. Yeah. It's like palm sized. Like it's it's it is. He's the the girlfriend's like, hey, we should just let's just uh, try and drive on the tire. I'm just going to turn around. He goes, no way. I'm going to get him with this. And it's like. Oh, you sweet summer child. It's it's not impossible that if you shot a squirrel with this gun at close range, the squirrel would sh- shrug it off and run away. Uh-huh. Like, it's I, I gotta be honest. small weapon. If I'm the driver and the passenger pulls this shit, I'm like, all right, I'm, you, you get out of the car and you shut that door because I'm, pa- I'm peeling out. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's unfortunately now got a spear in the tire, which is going to make that difficult. Well, he pulled the spear out. Run, it's just yes. a pop tire. 
Oh, he did. Okay, all right. I thought he. I thought he. Like, no, because he abs them. Because he like does a scoop. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, so he he uh he shoots him with this. Jason throws him without any sort of effort into it, which is great. Mm-hmm. And then was I, I um, thought this might have been in three D for a second because the way he spears the windshield. Oh, it does. It does have a three D vibe. It's definitely not. But I, yeah, I was gonna say nothing not else does. So yeah. Uh, she desperately tries to pay off Jason, and then, hey, if you're de- uh, if some if, I'm, if someone is approaching me with a with a murder weapon of some kind, I'm all the stops. You want money here? I just it just seems like this is clearly not going to work. No, but y- here's here's the thing. You tried. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when you I when they put I your heart like against the, the feather uh, to, on the scales, think, they're gonna be like, you tried I real hard. I'm surprised that the move isn't trying to proposition Jason because it's like, well, money is definitely not going to work, but maybe this guy wants to get laid. Maybe that's all this problem center around. That's true. I mean, hey, I know like plenty of damaged Tony bottoms Goldwyn. that would be like, yeah, she and Tony Goldwyn could have been like, we'll both we'll both get down with you. Oh, yeah. So uh, he does his first teleportation. He does. He does teleport, and then he squishes her head, and then we zoom in on the American Express card floating in the thing. And I just couldn't get the "Don't leave home without it." <laughs> it's like it's like if this was the car commercial for the card of just like, well, it almost worked, and or like the version of this that becomes the commercial where Jason's like, okay, and he takes out a thing, goes like, and takes a payment <laughs> from her. <laughs> And then just like walks into the woods, and it's just like don't leave home without it. That was such a, a cultural moment. Those campaigns oh, yeah. with celebrities, and now it's like yeah, Amex is barely has any kind of like uh, pre- presence in any kind of thing. I honest, I honestly think Amex's thing is like uh, we don't need to advertise. We're for the people who know about us. Thank you. And whereas like. Capital One's got Sam Jackson and uh, Jennifer Gardner's doing one of those. Mm-hmm. It's just like they're like, yeah, that's that's not for us. We're uh, we're the elite card. Thank you. Yeah, they went from not that to now that. Yeah. Do you want a card that weighs five pounds? Apply to Amex. <laughs> it is it, yeah, the Amex Platinum is a heavy boy. It's always when I worked at the spa, it was always my favorite when people would like toss their card on the counter. Not in like a, a piece of shit kind of way, just like yeah, oh here yeah, you go. Anyway, yeah. Like if I w- if I wasn't didn't have my hand out, they would just toss on the counter, and you could always hear the fucking Amex clang 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 yeah, on the fake yeah. on the marble countertop, just like oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we go we cut to the the cemetery where the very drunk grave digger is filling in Jason's grave, and then turns directly to Cameron is like. Why would somebody want to watch this shit? Yeah, I was like, this is supposed to be, this is what it is, right? Like, we didn't, we all know what we're doing here. He also is like, oh, I'm going to, they're going to try and get me in trouble. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, this is definitely your fault. Like, this feels like if it is anyone's fault, it's your fault. I want the subplot where he's like dealing with Jason vandals all the time. Because like, you know that a bunch of like, there's like two groups, right? You'd have the group that were like trying to resurrect him as a bunch of freak weirdos mm-hmm. and then you'd have the other group that was like trying to dig him up and set him on fire all the time and i just want him like he's so sad and tired of dealing with this is this is why he has a drinking problem where he's just like fucking just leave him alone i don't want to deal with this anymore i bet if john carpenter didn't do the weird headstone stealing thing in the first halloween that they would have done that yeah oh sure yeah yeah We'll get it. We'll yeah, get more just, into that just, yeah. when I when we do that in you know a minute. But 
it always is weird to me that the that headstone thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I just would love like a, a like give me the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of this guy just like dealing with this these shitty kids <laughs> who are just like breaking into a cemetery to have sex on Jason's grave or something. I think that's just that that I one's phantasm. I, I isn't it? Yeah, well, that is pretty phantasm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in the ballpark. But you just it's like, you know, that would have like kids breaking into cemeteries to drink and fool around. is like a thing in movies. I don't know how real it is in real life. Maybe it is. I, I, we didn't I have any local cemeteries growing up. So we did. I just never got invited to them. What the parties, local cemeteries were there? There was a bunch of cemeteries. There's that one big one on the hill near Downingtown, like the other like Downingtown town proper. There's like the one on the right side as you get to like 113. Oh, 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 yeah. It's off 113. Yeah, yeah. And 30, yeah. So there's there were cemeteries. I mean, I lived but I lived next to a cemetery which like that to me is like the local cemetery, like something right, walkable right, and close. Right, right. I get you. If you were if you lived in town, you probably could walk to it. Yeah. Uh also wasn't there one by the the two churches near our house? No. None of them had a Oh, you know what? There if you yeah, in that back in that like back section. Yeah. Near yeah. I feel like there was a cemetery back there. Near Yellow Springs, yeah. Yeah. Uh Jason really hates people who play paintball, which I get. Well, first that we have to meet the counselors. We have the sexy cop's daughter. Oh, I thought that happens after the paintball. Nope. Uh uh no? Jason's okay. first teleportation, sexy cop's daughter, fourth wall break. Okay. Okay. Cuz they're also My apologies. Cuz Tommy Jarvis goes to the cops. And the cops, op- he openly threatens to murder this boy. And I was like, oh, that sounds, yeah, that seems right. That seems, that tracks. Yeah. So this sheriff, I have so many things to talk about with this sheriff. So, f- distinct, so I, I, I had to like stop watching this in the middle to go do something and pick it up at the end and mm-hmm. it, uh, pick it up again. And it, it was the same day. It wasn't like that much time had passed, but I had already twice looked at this guy and gone like, man, what do I know this guy from? And IMDb him. And truly what I know him from is having watched this movie 10 times, but I just, it's because he looks a lot like other horror actors. But you know what else it is? He has the energy of being like one of Elaine's boyfriends, like a two episode. Arc yeah, he does. And then all I could think of uh, was like this literal character just being like, because Crystal Lake, okay, I don't know where it's close enough to Manhattan that it can get there by cruise ship. So allegedly, like, with the, the the pipeline of how to get it's not the fact that Crystal Lake is attached to an, a river that's attached to the ocean that gets to Manhattan. Yes, it's you know suspicious, but like. Couldn't you see a Seinfeld where like Elaine was dating a guy who lived a little bit far away in Jersey and it was like, Elaine, you got to cross the river. What are you doing? And then it's like, and then he's like always tired because he's the sheriff of this town. And it's like, he's he's a single dad and he's he's a sheriff. He like does good for his community. And then they're like, I was just imagining the Seinfeld people talking. And then George thinks the daughter's hot. And that yes, that's the subplot that George is like <laughs> that causes an issue. He has he tells Jerry and Jerry's like you can't tell Elaine that. <laughs> yes, yeah, and then he's like always tired, and he's trying to explain Jason Voorhees to Elaine, and she's like, "So you're telling me that this guy wears a hockey mask and is made of worms and comes <laughs> out of a grave and kills teenagers? Come on, that's not why you're you're not. That's why you're too tired to have sex with me. You're not spun. If you don't want to have like, sex, was, just tell me." 
Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's fine, but don't make up this story. It's complete nonsense. <laughs> and then and she's like bitching about this to the gang at Monks. And Kramer's like, oh, yeah, I, Jason Voorhees. I, I went to high school with that guy. Or whatever he <laughs> says, you know, I was at the camp. And then Kramer tells the Jason Voorhees story. I, I'm here for this. I know. I I was the whole time watching it. It's like this dude is so exactly the type of actor. Like age is pretty right, and 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 he's pretty good looking. But like a two episode Elaine boyfriend for sure, or like some or two episode any kind of character on Seinfeld. I feel like like he's another comedian at the club, or like he's a sure, sales sure, associate sure, yes. that you know they beef yeah. with for two episodes or something. He 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 has like a Kramer enough look that like I could see him being like a Kramer rival. Yeah. Like how they like did they the, uh, went after the he had the, or something. he like w- how he had the alternate version in, in California for the show. Yeah. 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 So I just, I could not get over this guy being Elaine's boyfriend and her being mad about him not wanting to have sex. Cause he was too tired. Um, so they're all bringing in food from their truck after they met Tommy Jarvis and sexy cop daughter was like, ooh la la. And they, the, the amount of food they're bringing in is enough for them for maybe a long weekend. It's like a basket of like five vegetables. I think they might have been lettuce of some kind. It was yeah. like a box of bananas and a, a pack of toilet paper. And I was like, heck, this is not enough food for a camp for the summer. <laughs> And then we find out it's no just alcohol. a weekend. Has that ever been? Has Crystal Lake ever done just a weekend? Oh, I totally missed that. So this is the, uh, the, oh, you know what? This is probably like a we're reopening the camp. It's like a tech like a soft focus, a soft open. And it's like, or the alternative is like these are a bunch of city kids. We're taking them out to the campsite. They're going to be around a tree for the first time. That kind of business. Well, that one that's um sleepaway camp two or three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a very standard trope in not just horror movies, but just like the city kids out in the woods. Michelle Pfeiffer's teaching them how to write. Fish out of water. Sure, sure. Uh, what's her face is t- teaching them how to be Girl Scouts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shelley Isn't Long. Isn't that essentially the plot of Camp Barely? It's pretty Shelley close. Long, it's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they say it's just for a weekend, and I was like, oh, and also it's like only two cabins worth of kids. It just seems like not worth any money to like. Yeah. yeah. How much money it would cost to rent out a whole camp for like two cabins worth right. of kids for a weekend? Yeah, it's crazy. It's bonkers. And so this is where the the paintball scene with the gay coated yuppies. Yeah, and the the one guy honestly seems like an extra from Revenge of the Nerds. I, it's it's a shocker that he's not played by uh, no, noted creep Eddie Deason. Which one's he? The, remember, he's like the nerd in Greece and Greece Two. We did like a whole run on this guy. He's like exactly what you picture when you picture nerd. And then it turned out he's like a real creep who's shitty to women. He's not. I don't know if he's. He's like, not nerd voice guy, is he? He looks like nerd. Like he what the thing that you are saying, like what you're picturing in your head when you see a nerd voice guy, like huge, thick Coke bottle glasses. Mm-hmm. He's like the. No, I mean, I mean the, the actor who do, who like exclusively voices nerds. It's possible. Yeah. If you look at this, if you looked up Eddie Deason, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about this guy at length on, I think, a couple different episodes of the podcast. I have to look him up. Uh, uh, but Jason apparently hates paintball because I think he, he hates yuppies furious. I think Jason hates people who desecrate the woods and he's like, you're getting paint on my trees. <laughs> so Jason's the, the weirdest captain planet. Trees. Yeah. Yeah. I am waiting for that Look, stupid they, remake to get made. 
to like how they did poo blood and honey, and then they're doing like sure. Peter Pan. I don't know. Lost well, Boys are dead. Is Captain Planet is not going to be a public domain character for like sixty years, so that's going to be a ways away. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. Imagine, I just can't. Became... I was like, I figured no one's keeping up with that one. So I'm just like, yeah, hey, whatever. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh became public domain because of it's like 1930, 20, 30, like way back then. Well, is it? Isn't it a hundred years? So wouldn't it have been like nineteen oh something? Well, a hundred years would be nineteen thirty. No, when the because that movie came out, that Blood and Honey movie came out like a couple years ago. Oh no, it just came out this year or last year. Pooh, Blood and Honey. I thought they came out like three years ago. Yeah. No. Time time is messing with us, but it, it, the trailers and stuff came out way before, but it mm. actually was released like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, At least I think the next one's... There's another one coming out. I think it's Peter Pan or Humpty Dumpty or something stupid. But I'm just like... I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind. People... It's like... If if it's a funny title, the movie's bad. That is generally how, how my philosophy works on these things. Mm-hmm. Like, There's so many movies with a great title, and, and you watch the trailer, and even by the end of the trailer, you're like, eh, I get it. There's one that apparently people say bucks this trend, but I just saw a trailer for it called Slother House, and it's about a killer sloth. Okay, go on. I mean, that's it. That's the whole. That's is the it whole at premise. a zoo or it's, is it like in the woods? No, it's like they they somebody like adopts the sloth and brings it to their <laughs> sorority house. Oh, okay. And you know the sloth turns out to be a menace when in reality it would probably just die in a you know a couple of days. Probably. But I also love, in addition to, so he he's like Jason's chasing these people around, and they're they're being they're wearing dead headbands, like when you get killed in the game. Which I'm like, that's I, yeah. it's just a brilliant touch. It's a brilliant yeah. touch. But one of them has a machete, and he's like hacking around in the paintball field, and I'm like, hey man, not for nothing, but that's an actual deadly weapon, and it's not impossible that someone startles you and you swing it at them, and then you've done a murder. But also like. The character of this man who, like, is a gross misogynist, I'm like, yeah, I don't want him to have that regardless. Like, I'm sure yeah. sure someone in the group would have it to cut down some brush. I don't nominate you, sir. Well, it's, you would do that and then play paintball. You wouldn't be doing it mid-paintball match, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, probably. It's It would be very... No- it, paintball is kind of like hide and... Or tag, rather, not hide and seek. Well, hide and seek and tag. But it's just like, you're not trying to make noise. You're trying to sneak around and shoot people. Yeah. Uh, so. The smiley tree face kill. Really good. Smiley face tree kill. Makes no sense. It makes no so sense I, whatsoever, but I, good. I've seen this movie a number of times. I have never taken this sequence to to mean that his face hit the tree so hard it made a smiley face. Well, what else would it be? I thought I thought it was just someone had carved a smiley face into a tree, oh, and that's where sure. he hit. Okay, that's where my mind yeah, always went because like, better. yeah, that makes it's, sense. It's too stupid. Like, not even Mel Brooks yeah. would do yeah, that. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I get that. You're probably right. No, I th- I don't think I am because everyone I talk to about this or like who talks about this movie talks about that scene, like the fact that his face made a smiley face. I'm like, was I supposed? I'm, I'm 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 I think I'm reading it wrong. I think no. I think most people are dumb, myself included. I I, I was just like, yeah, that's kind of eye rolly. I do love that he beheads the two guys who are like being shitty to this woman who kicks their three. Ass, and he then, beheads all three of them. Oh, that's right, that's right. The woman, uh, you know, she she didn't seem to deserve it so much. No. Uh, although I guess you know, that's what happens when you're an executive. You're 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 smushing the little people. Too Jason much nose candy. Fighting for Jason, fighting for the trees and the little guy. Mm-hmm. Trickle this down. <laughs> it's for the proletariat. Right? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
the the nerdlinger shoots him with the paintball poor, gun. It hits him square in the chest. This poor little nerd. You did not stand yeah. a chance. But he, he shoots him with a paintball, and it's like, look, I know a paintball is not gonna kill somebody, but I've I played stuns. it once. I went to, when, went to a bachelor party. It, it stings when you get it. It would certainly suck if you took it to the eye, which is where I would try to shoot the guy mm-hmm. who had a machete and just beheaded two people in front of me. Yeah. Um, also, so he starts running through the woods and Jason chases him. And I, I don't know how they filmed it or what, but like Jason is moving very fast. If It looks like, because yes. I know we always joke, we're like, oh, they're always so slow. How do they catch him? But I'm like, no, you can see yeah. here that it looks like he's like mall walking. Like, Jason's yeah, got his Jason's ankle weights on runner. with the other moms. Absolutely. Listen, you have to be a firm hand sometimes, Denise. I'm picturing, like, when Captain Holt was in Florida with the other ladies on Brooklyn 100%. Nine-Nine. That vibe. 100%. Sometimes you just need to make sure they know that they're loved and supported, but also that you're the boss. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing Freddy voice, but I yeah, it is very Freddy. Do for Jason. What I would rather have for Jason. I almost, I, I almost said, "Trickle this down, bitch." When I, <laughs> when I was doing it for, and I was Welcome like, "Prime time, bitch." <laughs> That's fully. You cannot say bitch. That's Freddy. I would if if this if this version of Jason ever happened. I would. I don't want him to have a voice. I want him to just have subtitles. And like move his head, <laughs> but I want all the characters to understand him as though he's speaking. Sure, sure. Like Groot. Yeah, exactly. But like, don't say it. exactly. Yeah. Um. So Tommy runs to the grave. They're trying to get him to run, go out of town, and he's like, "Hard left." Yeah. The I the, I love the the guy playing this cop. I cannot get over how good this guy is. He is so excited to be playing the sheriff in the sixth Friday the Thirteenth movie. Like he knows exactly what this is. He's like, this is the kind of movie I like. I don't, I don't know any of this to be true. It's like him and the killer clowns cop. Like same energy. Because yeah. he's like hit the noise in the cherries, which is just so perfectly <laughs> silly lingo. He said and that, and I was like, is that a real freight? Like. I have heard people call police lights cherries a couple times in my life and always thought it was strange. That's a dumb nickname. I wonder if it's like back in the 50s. Remember they like old cop cars? They were sort of like round and only red. The lights. Oh, yeah. Like they they, they still kind of were when they were popping them on top of the car. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were they like the. The, the the those you're talking about the like one you can throw on top of the car the magnetic one uh the 50s cars looked like that similarly i don't know mm. if you remember i think they i think they referenced this in dragnet with a real old cop car the that was the movie we did the mo- episode on here's the th- look you threw that one in the trash look here's the thing i can only hold on to so many things <laughs> sure yeah yeah i get that the cop I'm car in, a, in the blob. I'm in a heavy travel season and I'm meeting a lot of people. I had to make room for names and faces. <laughs> so a few old podcast yeah. movies had to get, get tossed. It. I get it. No, I get it. I, uh, my, I, the movie stinks. I've probably told this anecdote in the podcast, but like one of my favorite representations of memory that I've ever seen in anything is in the movie Dreamcatcher, which is a lousy movie. But the, the Stephen King's like a big, mm-hmm. but there's a scene where there's like the guy. Like, a, I think Blue Bayou is the song. It's like the four guys sh- like love this song and they sing mm-hmm. it. It's like, a, whatever. It's, it's irrelevant and I don't remember the context. Um, but it's like, oh, man, 
I still remember these lyrics. And they're like, what? He's like, oh, you got rid of them? He's like, yeah, I had to had to shove them out of there when I got that new MacBook. And it shows him with a hand truck with two cardboard boxes. And he's going up this like circular thing. And he, and he gets to a shelf and he pulls a, a really dusty box off the shelf and he blows the dust off. And it says song lyrics. And he opens it up and he takes out one folder that says Blue Bayou. And he puts that aside. And he, he puts the lid back on. And then he puts picks up the box off the hand truck and it says MacBook, how the damn thing works. <laughs> puts it puts it on and then he and then he, he tucks blue bayou like between the boxes he takes the 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 song lyrics box and he walks over to a furnace and he just shoves it in and i just like every i imagine that like truly this is just one of those things that just worked for me it's like every time i think about not remembering something i'm like oh, i threw that one in the furnace it's very similar to how spongebob showed memories there was an episode of, oh, really? of spongebob where he like they were like you have to be a fancy waiter i want you to forget everything except fine dining and being and, and good waiting sure and sure. so they threw out so it's a bunch of little spongebobs running around his brain throwing things into fires <laughs> and i'm like that's what i picture in my head when i'm just like yeah doing a dump and then it's like he forgot yeah. his name they're like we forgot a name he forgot to remember yeah. his name yeah yeah I, it's very very similar oh this is another thing i wrote down <laughs> elaine He's a cop, Jerry. He has actual stress. He's tired. <laughs> he never leaves the house. Like he has a real job, Jerry. <laughs> I stress. Tell jokes. <laughs> exactly. No, you don't. You tell jokes for a living. <laughs> uh. So the the sheriff's deputy has the like, stupidest revolver I've ever seen in my life. The the laser sight, which I'm sure was like relatively real technology at the time, is about the size of a Pringles can. <laughs> like if you you know those like snack size Pringles cans, if you smoosh two of those together, I know I think it's just a regular is. Pringles can. <laughs> it's a full sizer. Yeah, he it's all black. It looks like something out of fucking uh, GoldenEye, the video game. Mm-hmm. He's like he pulls this out with a laser sight, and I'm like. Aren't you a, a sheriff in Crystal Lake, New Jersey? Like, right. And he he bought it on his own and put it on his service revolver, is what they say. That seems like it should be a crime for, for a police officer to augment his gun with non-government also, he funds. Says, he says, where the red light goes, you go boom, which or is you, bad. You go bang. You go bang. Sorry, but that's bad. That's not a. F- that's not intimidating. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. I would genuinely be like hands up, going like, "Wait, what? <laughs> You're gonna fuck me?" Exactly. Uh, and then a great comedy cut here, it's where it's like a great cut. Does he think I'm a fart head? Smash cut, and the camp counselor kids all answering a question from a counselor, going, "Yeah, the camper kids." <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yes. Uh. They're trying to, it's the, the girl counselors with the girls, and they're like, oh, headphones took the boys to go boy scouting. And he's in the woods, like, truly. Picking up a complete nonsense. Truly, I'm like, are you having a stroke? <laughs> he's, he's explaining the Cairns, which is like a rock pile that's used to mark trails, and is just, like, completely just vamping, like, making no sense whatsoever. Do you taste pennies and smell burnt toast? <laughs> I like that you called him headphones. That's what this character's name should be. In this yeah, group. headphones or crop top. Uh, we cut to a midnight proposal in the woods, which is... Like which, again, how old are these people? Right, yeah. These people are much older. Um, this is another great, like, I really like this style for the movie. Like, the joke and the 
the kill itself is great with it with the bottle with the drunk like groundskeeper. Sure, yeah. He's like dr- swigging, and there's you know you know branches cracking behind him, and he like talks to his little whiskey bottle or whatever. He's like, "You'll be the death of me, but a sweet death it'll be." And then he throws it over his shoulder and like like goddamn Peter Pan like listens for the break. <laughs> yeah. And then it doesn't come, and, and he turns to like look where he tossed the bottle, and Jason's holding it, and he breaks it and stabs him with it. Yeah, it's pretty great. It it's I wish we saw like five percent more of it. I don't want it to be like super. Gnarly, I I, I think like, that way about if, all if the we kills. saw the guy. If we saw the guy pop up and the bottle sticking out of his head, and he was just his face was bloody, I, that's like all I'm looking for. I don't want it to be really gross, but that would be ideal here. I think. Yeah, I think most of the kills I would like five percent more shown. Yeah. Or honestly, like if since it's kind of this movie's kind of silly, if he like jammed the bottle in his head and like blood was coming out of it. So I think it does. So it, he jams it into his neck, and I think it does come out the, the mouth spout. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. It's just it's hard to see. It's, again, I don't want it to be yucky. I just want it to be a little sillier. Yeah. And so the couple that's getting that's doing proposal. This is like. Also, just want to point out. This guy gets killed because he litters in the woods. So my Captain Planet Jason Voorhees theory, that's two now. That is two. evidence supporting it. I mean, I will point to the mountain of other evidence, Counselor, for all the other kills that are unrelated to woods well, disrespect. Well, the lover's here. He he's pops the champagne cork into the woods with no no care about where that cork goes. I have always so wanted to do three. that just once in my life. Just like What, just fire? Let it pop, yeah. I've You've never done that. I've never been in a. Sp- I've always been in a house or uh, like I've never. So what? <laughs> Pop it off the ceiling. I've done that hundreds of times. I'm. I don't want to break shit. Thousands I have a lot of, of shit. Times. Just aim it in the ceiling. I know, but I have a lot of knickknacks, and I don't want to. I don't want to bounce and hit something. It's fine. Or don't you have like a? a do you have any outside like a balcony? Or I have a screened-in porch. Do it in there. I could. Just pop it off the ceiling. I've done it many times. I don't do it anymore because I feel like I'm a little too old for it, but I've done it. If I was outside, I 100% knocked that baby in the sky. Yeah, that's, it's just one of those little things like just, I'm like, what is the one? I'll, I'll wait for the big thing in my life. And I'm like, this is the moment. If we we could have brought a bottle of champagne to the beach like any time to do this for you. Anytime. I know, but like I'm, I feel, now I feel like I'm saving it. Like how I haven't watched the last episode of Parks and Rec yet. Like I'm saving it. <laughs> that's lunacy. <laughs> But here's the thing, I still have one episode, I still have new Parks and Rec to watch. But you have no closure. I would rather have the closure. I'm gonna have the closure. N- you'll never watch it. Uh, we get a two-for-one skewer on the lovers here, they both get stabbed at the same time. Also, so the, the guy lover, like, catches Jason in the act of murdering the guy, and obviously I'm not scared because of... I know this movie, but like the way Jason turn, like he gets caught and turns with his whole body to face the guy is like genuinely frightening. Yeah, it's it's it. I, I think I don't know the name of the stunt performer who does Jason in this movie, but I think he's good. I know it's not Kane Hodder, who, who's no. the guy that it's a good. It's he's a good Jason he's though. Good here, yeah. Um, we back at the camp counselor uh uh cabin rather we, uh, not rather, but they're in the cabin. There's a sad girl that we're calming down. A little girl's reading No Exit by Sarch. And I was just like, yeah. that's great. Yeah. That's a good yeah. joke. The, the, there's a couple there's a couple good ones in the cabin with the kids. I also just want to point out that the other camp counselor's outfit, she has suspenders under the shirt and holding up her sweatpants that are rolled up. It's like a very odd Is it the counselor? Yeah, yeah, the the black counselor has gray sweatpants rolled up 
suspenders clipped to the gray sweatpants. I totally miss the but suspenders. She, like, she she put she put her sweatpants on, she put her suspenders on, and then she put a crop top t-shirt, clearly with no bra, over that. <laughs> so I was I mean, like, I, I like this seems, look so far. It seems very challenging to to get naked. You've made it like a, a Rube Goldberg-esque nudity breaker. Uh we so we cut from this to the rockin' R V with headphones and his his lady love. That we've never met before, which seems so weird yeah. that like and they act like she's one of the counselors, too, which is particularly confusing. But then she's like, this is my dad's RV. I have to get it home to him. And I'm like, who are you, yeah. ma'am? <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's like she's his girlfriend in Canada, yeah. <laughs> but she exists. And like, I honestly, if that was the bit. Or she, like, no, you know what she like, is? She's, she's, she's a fake boil from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, <laughs> like, sure, you're not part yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, and the, so this is where we get the sex scene you were alluding to earlier, which is just like inexplicable. First of all, like, look, it's a movie. I understand there's reasons why this happens, but she is gyrating on his belly button. She is so far north of his penis. It is ridiculous. Yeah. She's also, she's fully just like stretching the fuck out of his t shirt, of his tank top. Like, yeah. He's going to yeah. be done and it's going to be like his nipples are out. It's going to be a little <laughs> it's skirt. be like, it's now like a 3XL. No, you know what it is? It's now like a skirt overall with how stretched out those the tank top is. <laughs> he also they also show him take off his condom, which is like I was like, "Oh wow. We never do that." Yeah. Yeah, yeah safe sex in a movie. Wowzers. Cuz I had to rewind cuz I was like, "Was that the snap of a con like that was a, a, yeah, I was like that yeah. was foley of a condom coming off, right?" It's definitely a sort of blink and you'll miss it sort of situation. Yeah. Um, I uh, really like... As always, Jason hates fornicators, so they're in deep shit. Naturally. But the the tension and pacing here is really good of, like, she makes him go out and check the the plug. Yeah. And, the, like, yeah. you're like, oh, Jason's going to be around this corner. Oh, he's around the next corner. Oh, he's not there. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the, the power cord to the RV is cut, so it's like, oh, what's going on here? And he gets scared, which is obviously what you would do. Nowadays, there would be tweets about how ick it is that a man gets scared in the woods. <laughs> so he tries to, like, drive the RV away because he's worried about something happening. And Jason pops out and takes... Well, he's driving so recklessly. Faster. And she is, like, bounce... Like, you know those little kid toys that looks like a lawnmower? And it's like, pop, 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 yeah. pop with the balls. Yeah, she's one of the yeah, balls. Just yeah. pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Absolutely. But first of all, you know, I don't have a lot of experience with RVs, but my understanding is the RV bathroom is a very small space, but there's enough room for Jason Voorhees, roughly the size of John Cena, a.k.a. a refrigerator and this waifish woman. And she, he's like beat the shit out of her in there. And I think there like, isn't a space what? because it's typically a, sh- a small, like a small shower and the toilet. So I think there is enough space I for just two feel people. like jason voorhees is completely filling a rv shower probably but then there's the toilet space for the girl i guess i guess but he's like what are you taking a dump back there jeez light a match baby and he's just like driving like a complete maniac as jason and it's like this isn't the sounds of a poop like even like a tough poop doesn't make <laughs> this sound you know what i mean I, people make noise when they use the bathroom sure but she's screaming she's like screaming but he help. also has the music on too loud which in movie world yeah, means yeah. you don't hear anything also it's alice cooper so it's like actually licensed music which i was stunned which by is why they made it so fucking loud routine. they were like we paid yeah, for it sure. you're gonna hear it absolutely crank this but yeah i was shocked that we had real music here 
And she gets her face, like, pressed into the aluminum siding. Yeah, it's like the Freddy, uh, uh, Freddy Krueger uh, wall gag. Yeah. I'm wondering if they did this with a vacuum form. Oh, that would make most sense, I think. Yeah. With, like, a, a, a skull. If you put, like, her a face or, under the uh, vacuum form and then... Psh- yeah, that makes sense. Um, He gets stabbed in the head, and then there's this, this amazing cool RV one. crash. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. beautiful. It's like a big flip and you know screeches and sparks and all that apparently they made the actor who plays jason be in the rv when it flipped jesus and it's like he didn't have to like so he unnecessary he climbs out at the end right it's like guys it's a movie you just need to fake it why would he need to be in there that's completely stupid um he like climbs out the top of this like inferno of an rv and then we cut to yeah. the asshole cop being an asshole dad which just tracks yeah, Tommy really needs a Giles to help with all this research. He's yeah, he goes. I was like, remember spooky books? Yeah, <laughs> remember when like yeah. that was a thing back in the day? Yeah, I had my yeah, share of spooky he, books for sure. Yeah, instead he's uh, he's calling up Megan for help, the sheriff's daughter, and then she takes him to get supplies at Karloff's general store. Wink. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll pick you up. I'll be there in a half an hour. And I'm like, Girl, do you know how many people Jason's gonna kill in the next thirty minutes? <laughs> We're going to be shark bait in half an hour. Uh, the sheriff, see, they get to the, I think it's the RV scene. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this Tommy Jarvis is a monster. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But like, what do you think Tommy's doing? Exactly. I, I, he does not look like this capable. See, the problem is this sheriff thinks he has a Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. And what we need then, if we're going to do that, is. You need to get yourself a Loomis. You do. Get me a get me a knockoff Loomis who's I'm Tommy's doctor. He's fully cured oh, now, you know? Actually, no, that would be a great tw- I don't I'm I can't remember if they've done this in a Jason movie or any movie, but like I want a Lo- yeah, I want a Loomis being like Tommy's crazy and cr- Tommy's like no, it's it's real like Jason's here killing people. Yeah. Oh, I was going the other way, where it's like, Tommy was due to be released! Mm-hmm. He can't be your killer! You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Also, the sheriff is not paying attention to these timelines. Like, Tommy was in jail for a good period of time when a lot of these things happened. Yeah, and the daughter says as much, and, and the guy still doesn't care. Well, he's like, at one point he's like, yeah, your friends, I found your friends' bodies. And I was like, did you not, did you not want to mention the RV? The, like, right. smashed flaming RV as well? Because that feels like right. an important part of this puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. How did the RV crash? Did sure. they die beforehand? How sure. did someone why kill them and knife? then get out? Why like, is the, Why is there a knife in this guy's head if it was just the RV crash? Her face was smushed into the wall. Like those, like those pin things we all had in the 90s. <laughs> those, like, pin frames Theory, you could, like, put your face in? dealing with a quintuple homicide. <laughs> I think he's, he's a little off. I think his career is a little more intense than yours, Jerry. He's blowing you off. It's fake. And then Kramer is like, I'll go undercover. <laughs> he's got like the, a, he's dressed like Columbo. Basically. He's, he's got the trench coat, maybe a fedora. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Don't you think we'd have heard about this on the news, Elaine? A triple, quintuple homicide in Crystal Lake. Oh, no, Jerry. They'll hide it from you. They can't tell anybody about this. <laughs> Big conspiracy. Uh, 
bu- 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 bu. Uh, uh, so Jason yanks a camp. I remember this kill very well. Like, she gets yoinked out the window. <laughs> her little slippers get left behind, which is a good good little bit. Uh, he fully twists her head around and pulls it off like a, like yeah. a Mortal Kombat kill. Yeah. I, the only thing that would make this funnier is if he then shot it like a basketball <laughs> <laughs> through the window. Yeah, oh, uh, no, I want, no, literally, like, there's a, like, I want a basketball court there, and Jason's like, from downtown, and, and nails. <laughs> you're like going, you that. are, you're going to Freddy again. Okay, with both oh, your... I don't know, we gotta have a voice for Jason. No, but I'm saying, what, the act, Freddy is the one that would. Oh, 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 sure. Yeah, both Freddy voice and attitude sure, of, and like, like, basketball, yeah. Nothing but yeah, neck. Fair, fair. Yeah. Ha! Ah, that was good. Thank you. Off the dome, well done. Um, <laughs> there's a. I was trying to think of some sort of Seth Curry, Chef Curry, Freddy Krueger, something or other, but it's fine. I got nothing. Um, yeah. there's a sign that just says More speeding. Like Golden State Dream Warriors. I got that is a whoosh <laughs> r slash whoosh. Dream Warriors. I got that. Movie. Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry's team. Oh, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I got I, look here's the thing I barely know enough football teams to like survive you cannot expect me to know what basketball teams do I talked straight over you at one point of that so you're gonna have to say whatever you said again oh I don't even remember oh you were just continuing the plot I think you oh it's going to the next thing yeah uh oh there's a sign that just says speeding oh yeah on the road which is great and yeah this stupid squeaky mouse in a wheel like who brought their mouse to camp yeah yeah the the, the girl like they're all, all the, the count the kids are all hiding under their beds and the girl like not yet to get this oh i thought the mouse is, i thought that's what you're referencing when she grabs the mouse and it's like running frantically in the wheel no they, they just keep cutting to the stupid mouse oh okay okay uh we get another car chase because this movie this really likes car good, chases Th- this one is better looking than the other one, I think, mostly because it's dark and the action is more intense. But I, I, I think I this agree. One's decent. It's also not the entire movie, like a Fast and Furious. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Uh, Dad catches Megan and Tommy, and oh, she also uh, says uh, Cunningham references Cunningham Road, which is a reference to Sean oh, Cunningham. Right, right. right. Uh, original producer or director? Director. Producer. Okay. And this is where um, <laughs> the little girl found the bloody machete. <laughs> it's just covered in raspberry jam. <laughs> it's drippy. It's goopy. Yeah. Uh, and then the dad, uh, cop dad, says something about the authorities from Carpenter are on their way. The Carpenter Asylum. Yeah. Wink. Yeah. Also, it should be Loomis Asylum. If you're, well, I don't think it's the asylum. asylum. I think it's another town. I think Carpenter isn't a town. No, he says he says Carpenter Asylum. Oh, I, I missed literally that. Literally wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so this is when Megan gives the alibi, and Tommy she says he care. was with her when the RV crashed, and I was like. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hang, hang. Hold on. Because in yeah. the movie I'm watching, no, he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you don't know when the RV crashed, so how can you even begin to guess that that's true? Well, he says it was. It happened eight thirty or something. He gives a. The dad gives a timeline, and she says right, he was with right. me, and I was like, but like in the movie, no, he wasn't. That had right. happened. I think. Yeah, I think it's probably pretty close to exactly the same time, but the characters would have no way of knowing that. Um, I love Jason in the window as they're tucking the little girl it's back into so the good yeah it's it comes to nothing because this in a different Jason movie he would have murdered this child <laughs> I'm fine with it not being in the I don't, movie I don't think Jason is. would kill kids I don't think he does uh, I guess you're right it's always the counselors huh 
Yeah, because they're the ones in that... a different movie. In a different movie, it would not be a little girl; it would be a counselor. And in some Ro- in the Rob Zombie yeah. remake, yeah, yeah, fair. And then the camera would pan over, and there's you know Sherry Moon Zombie's boobs, and you're like, huh? There it is. <laughs> I'm imagining that happening in that awful looking monsters that he made. It was so bad, I I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish the trailer. I was like, this is wretched. Well, I was like, what? This seems stupid and fun. And it just like, it was bad. It was so bad. It also, like, it doesn't seem like, so I assumed that was like, oh, he's a huge fan of this thing. Like, you know, the Dragula is in his white white zombies video for more human, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I assumed it was like, oh, this dude loves the monsters. He has a fun idea for what to do with them. And I watched the trailer and I was like, this seems like they were like, I don't know. Who can we get to direct this piece of shit? Uh, wow, Rob Zombie will do it for scale. Yeah, I just was like, I was waiting. I kept waiting for more and like anything. I, it just felt so generic and boring. I fell asleep. Yeah, I. it looked wretched. It really, really. I, like I said, I truly couldn't get through the whole trailer. Uh, the counselor is out looking for her friends. There's a great cut from a Jason attack to a cockroach getting squished, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty clever. Yeah, he kills this girl and then throws her through the window only to pull her back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, whoops, I, I, I didn't mean to put her there. Um, so, I, do you know the, the, the cop daughter's name? Is it Megan? Megan. Mm-hmm. So Megan and Tommy start fake fighting, and then this skeezy deputy who's... I'm sorry, I don't normally say this. He's a bad actor. Oh, this dude is rough. I have a line, I have a phonetic line reading here I'd like to do. Go for it. I Probably the one I was thinking of. Megan, don't clown around. Yeah, it's, it's so She strange. steals his gun. She, she, they get the, they get the deputy to like interve- interfere because they're kissing. He pulls them apart and while he is like, arguing with Jay, uh, Tommy. Tommy, she pulls his pistol out and then he says that line in that exact way. So I was looking this guy up and I don't, have you ever watched the, I'm normally not a fan film person, but there's a pretty good Friday the 13th one called Never Hike Alone. Have I have seen that, that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So th- th- that's a very good fan film. It is. Apparently those people have like quadrup- quad- quintupled down on that and have made like several other i think there's one in the snow isn't there yes it don't hike in the snow which i tried to watch and i does not it was i watched like 10 minutes of it and i was like nah i'm good here but they're they're all a little too long like i like my short films to be like five to seven five to ten right right if not less i was surprised never hike alone is like 45 minutes and is like pretty good the whole way through yeah i was shocked by that um but in their sequels, both the actor from this movie who plays Tommy and this cop character are in it. And in, in, in this Tommy sequel, this Tommy and this Megan don't clown around. Well, I mean, he and he he doesn't seem like he would command a price. He, so he he plays. He's now been elected sheriff, I suppose, or promoted, depending on how this town does it. But he looks a lot like Tom Atkins as an old man, and it was really trippy. I frankly I thought like, the sheriff looked like Tom Atkins. He does have a Tom Atkins-y look, but I, I was like, no, not Tom Atkins. Like, you gotta be, oh, no, that's not Tom Atkins. That's <laughs> the guy from this movie. He he talks truly like my bad Gal Gadot impression that Andrew gets furious about. Steve! 
that who was furious about the stone you you got so mad when i kept doing the gal gadot because in that stupid wonder woman sequel she just keeps going steve the stone. that movie was so aggressively bad i know it was a mess but like for the dialogue like she, for whatever reason her accent makes it hard for her to say st words in in english and so when she says, it's like the whole movie, she's saying either Steve or the stone. And I just like could not stop. It's you sound so like you're someone, you sound like someone on what we do in the shadows. I know. I, that's what she sounds like to me in that movie. Uh, anyway, the cops investigate the camp. Um, Tommy's plan is to return cuts. Jason to the lake somehow. Yeah. He, he he doesn't really elaborate, and that's probably for the better because this plan is stupid. When we get to the plan, I'm like, what is your what what are we doing here? But yeah, yeah. Jason terrorizes the children, even though I'm like, he's not gonna kill a kid. Yeah. There's there's a there's a good couple of comedy cuts here where there's like a a knife to the head and it cuts to a dartboard. I think like I thought it was an board. I thought it was a dart he threw. Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. But anyway, it's like a good it's just a good cut. Yeah. Um, also they like open the door to the uh, counselor's cabin and it has so much blood in it. Yeah. I Googled. It looks like. I did a quick Google. <laughs> the average human body has between 1.2 and 1.5 gallons of blood. Okay. So at most, if it's these two women, it's yeah. three gallons of blood. Yeah. That's sh- at most that could be splashed around this sure. room. This looks like you let a crazy Daisy go for six hours. <laughs> like, I was just like, that's too much blood for a human body. What? Yeah, agreed. A hundred percent. I was just clarifying that a crazy Daisy is a sprinkler for those. Who it's don't. the kind of sprinkler that like it's it goes. It's it doesn't have a structure to it. It's got like a bit of a structure yeah, and then like a, a loose hose. Wiggler. Do they yeah, still make yeah. wa- crazy daisies? I have no idea. I'm gonna have to Google. I knew exactly what you meant. I remember. Well, we had one, so that's why. Yeah, I, we had several sprinkler things, but I never used them because I was past sprinkler age. Yeah, I love the Crazy Daisy because you could also the only sprinkler that I played with was a classic the, like oh. left to right waggler that I would jump through. Okay, boomer. Well, <laughs> what the fuck do you what, want? What like- mom wouldn't let us get mom wouldn't let us get a slip and slide, which in hindsight was correct. And uh, yeah, the ADD you know. kid would have broken things. Yeah, although I've never broken For a bone. Sure. Knock on wood. <laughs> You're gonna have a horrible accident. You've just jinxed yourself. But the crazy days was fun because you could grab the the flower part and like aim it if you wanted to. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Also, while we're talking, uh, mom, apparently a card-carrying member of the Davy Jones fan club, she very is very upset. I d- in the vacation I episode. said that he was a hunk, and you were like, "No." I I looked up the episode of Davy Jones on the Brady Bunch, and he doesn't do it for me. But I'm glad everybody else disagreed. He he looks a lot like Pavel Chekhov, who was added to Star Trek to do the same thing as like the young, cute guy with a bowl cut. Oh. It just didn't work for me. But very upset. So from the corrections department, I love this. I love this scene. The little the kids are missing. They're trying to find the kids. The 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 deputy is like looking for Jay, looking for the kids and Jason and the little girl who found the machete comes running up and grabs him. And he is like a microsecond away from pulling an <laughs> owl pal on this girl. He fully was gonna kill. Was shoot this girl in the head. <laughs> I shot a kid. And she goes, the scary man is here. And he goes, what scary man? And then Jason shows up. Yeah, and he basically shits his pants. 
he pops him like a grape, honestly. But you don't see it. Man. Like he grabs yeah, it and like it goes it goes out off screen and does it. Um, yeah. So the sheriff is like g- gathers the kids and is like, I want everyone to hide on your beds and stay stay there until I come until I come get you. And again, the comedy. They're like shots of the kids like throwing themselves at the ground as if there's a crash yes. pad. They're like whoop whoop. They look like wh- when whales breach out of the water. Yeah, <laughs> and then kind of smash back down. Yeah. And and then the one girl goes and grabs the gerbil and it almost is like the Scooby Doo like ding 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 footstep noises as she does it. Someone grabs it like a doll falls on the ground and they grab it and pull it out of the bed. Yeah. Two boys are like, we're dead meat. Yeah, it's very funny that they're like, well, this guy looks a mess. What did like, you, what I did look, you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> is that what he says? That yes, really it's good. such a great line. I, I missed that, or I just didn't write down. Also, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like the two kids as the sort of Statler and Waldorf are like, apparently, uh, he's got a very attractive girlfriend in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, he saved a whole cabin full of children. He's allowed <laughs> to be tired. He's a hero, George. <laughs> yes. Yes, something you would know nothing about. You pushed kids to the ground at a fire. <laughs> he, the the bit is like they keep going on dates and he keeps falling asleep like mid date. And then like he, he's like, so, so sorry about it. And then they get back to the bedroom and they're kissing and he just like <laughs> mid make out. <laughs> <laughs> And Elaine just does like a shrug and rolls over. I, but he has a very um, comfortable bed. That's why she's putting up with it. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Although she does have to go all the way out to the burbs. Yeah. Um. Uh, so he he confronts Jason and he he shoots him. And, and this is a he has a shotgun and it's a fun bit where it's like he shoots Jason. Jason takes a big fall. The way Jason sits up, sits up, up is again. so goofy though. Yeah, it's it's like he's trying to do the Michael Myers, but he doesn't have the ab strength for it. <laughs> But he also so does this weird, like, reach out, this, like, hunched reach. Well, well, that's that's what I'm saying is, like, I think, like, it's hard to do the the Michael Myers sit-up yeah, if it's, your abs aren't really yeah. toned. But if you put your arms up, it's easier. So I think he's, I think that's what he's doing is, like, helping himself do the sit-up because gotcha. he can't do the Michael Myers. Um, like, if you, if you want to try this, like, try to do a, like, a, you know, Michael Myers sit-up and then try it by reaching your hands like a zombie. And it's so much easier. So I think it was that. Because yeah. he has to do, like, ten in a row. Uh, the director also said he didn't really like the headshot moment here because the hockey mask is already full of holes. Yeah. So you can't yeah. really tell that anything happened. Right, right. It should be like a huge, like another eye hole. Like a chunk gets blown off. Right. But he, I, it's like he shoots him, Jason falls down, pops right back up. He shoots him, Jason falls down, pops right back up. It's a good like comedy rule of threes thing. Yeah. And then it's it's a classic movie thing, like whatever. I you know, I've never been in a situation like this, who knows? But people always like empty their gun and then just like throw it. <laughs> it's just like, don't you have more bullets? You're a cop. Well, the cop <laughs> definitely no does, more... but like a, a normal like a you know, a stranger on the street might not and then th- at least you right. have a, a a melee weapon. Right. Yeah, but it's just like he he empties his pistol and then it's like, well, better throw this on the ground. No more use of that thing. Um the Megan runs to the cop car to like radio for help and her friend's head comes out. And I was like, when did he put yeah. that there? <laughs> this is Jason did the from downtown. Well, he, he was like, he held onto the head. 
until the cops came, <laughs> waited for them to leave the yeah. car, and then snuck yes. over. Yeah, exactly. Nothing but neck, and he threw it in the cop car. <laughs> it's like the weird face jack-o'-lantern that Michael Myers made in the 2018 yeah. one, but I was yeah. like... When, when did you have time to do this? But also, why did you do this? Like, this right, just doesn't right. feel very, like, you're a shark. Right. So Tommy gets in a boat and a bu- has a bunch of chains. He has a chain and, then- and a rock, and he's, like, going out to the lake, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, sweetie, baby, toots, honey, what are, what are we thinking? Let's <laughs> workshop it real quick. Because his plan yeah. is essentially to lure Jason to the lake, where Jason will walk into the water. And I was like, well, the lake isn't, you know, isn't shallow enough that, that Jason's still right. out of the water. And I was like... As he comes, I was like, oh, no, he's now under the boat, and you can't see him, and it's dark, and it's gross, you know, Jersey I swamp water. his plan was, like, I'll get him around the neck while he's, like, in chest-deep water, and then I'm gonna, like, row out with the rock and throw the rock deeper, but that's a very dumb plan. All of the plan is dumb. I also love the sheriff tackles Jason and then starts doing Robert De Niro kicks on him. It's a good- he fights real good. I will say. But it's, I'm just imagining like that. He's putting the boots to him, my God. <laughs> and then Jason He's just folds him in half. In Jason. Yeah, Jason literally folds him like laundry. Just boop, but backwards fold. Yeah. It's it like what be, he does in um, Freddy, uh, Freddy versus Jason to that guy in yeah, the bed. Yeah. It's kind of an inglorious death for this guy, though, because it's like this is the character that should get the most like visible death of all of them. He's been mm-hmm. sort of the hero of the movie. And instead, it's kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Uh, Jason's still terrorizing kids for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, at this I, point, what are we doing, Jason? Right. Yeah, the rules. Respect your rules. Um, I want Tommy's jacket. He's got like the shearling denim. Yeah, because I have like a regular, I have a shearling coat that I bought last year because I was like, I want to be in the seventies era, and now I'm like, yeah. I want this denim version too, and a lake of fire. Yeah, lake of fire is a pretty cool effect. Um, there's, it's also like a a really dumb like, uh, wait, does that not happen next? What? So isn't there a part where Jason is like fighting? Is it Megan or the cop? And he's like, Jason, you want me, don't you? For a second, he he goes me? for Megan, and then. Tommy okay. distracts him. Jason is too dumb for this. This is well, not, no. Like, I think Jason, Jason a... would hate because to- J- Tommy killed Jason. So I think Jason. Right, but does Jason remember that he's a slug monster? <laughs> I think he does. He's, he's he's not like a he's not like a guy with a PhD. Like he's, he's a slug monster. I think anyway. it's just plain revenge, revenge. Yeah, I just I truly like if they were like Jason doesn't remember you exist. I'd be like that seems right to me. Yeah. So he lures him to the lake. Megan screams and distracts Jason for a second. And I was like, I guess we got to, you know, anything to add a few seconds here and there to this runtime. We, we get a classic Jason, like, pop out of the lake thing. And then mm-hmm. even better, Jason does, like, an elbow drop as if Tommy's on a pro wrestling table <laughs> and the boat just, like, shatters in half. It's fantastic. Well, first they fight for too long. I was like, this is a chaotic yeah. fight that, like, doesn't. Not in a good way. I don't like this. Also, you're Tommy Jarvis. You're like a nerd weirdo. You can't fight Jason. Get out of here. Well, no, he gets ripped. Tommy Jarvis gets ripped. I know, but like, I like, look, not to be that guy, but it's like, I've never seen Tommy do anything athletic or physical or do any sort of In the last one he did. In the fifth one. Oh, does he really? Okay. I think he's like doing, he's like chopping wood and like doing stuff. Okay. I I don't really remember the fifth one very much because I remember the Corey Feldman as Tommy Jarvis doing like telekinesis on Jason, I thought. 
No, not telekinesis. Am I confusing? Am I confusing things? He does. So he, Corey Feldman Jarvis does like a little bit of telepathy, but he like comes down dressed as Jason from the swamp. Okay. So is there another Jason where a girl fights him with yes, telepathy? Yes, that's Ka- Jason versus Carrie. I think it's the seventh one. Okay. All right. That's what I'm getting confused then. I All think right. so. Because hang Tommy on. The first Jarvis one is class. Telepathy. The first one is Pamela. Second one is Burlap Sack. Third one is the hockey mask. Three three D and the chocolate bar kid. Chocolate bar kid. Fourth one is um Ted where's the corkscrew. Yeah. Fifth one is not is not Jason. Not Jason. Yeah. Sixth one Jason comes back. The seventh one is the the lake. The the, the okay. telekinetic girl. The eighth one's the Manhattan. The nine one is the slug. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, so we have this tennis long space underwater fight. Yes. Yes. We'll get to all most of these one day, I think. Probably. Uh, we get a really long underwater fight, which looks dumb. And apparently uh, they filmed this in the pool of the director's parents and permanently destroyed a filter because of all the goop and gore. All the green dye and stuff. Pool. Yeah. And we'll also just like the blood and chunks of bits and oh, they just destroyed their pool filter. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I, I, I'm watching this. I was like, I bet this was not safe. I'm just, yeah. I can feel it in my bones that this was probably it's not definitely, safe. It's definitely like a, all right, so we're going to, uh, we're going to drop the hose from the backyard. It's empty. There's no water in it, but we're just drop that down there. And so, uh, don't breathe into the hose cause you'll die, but you can breathe air out of the hose. So you guys will just take a out of the garden hose. You fight, 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 breathe out your bubbles. And then when you need some, you just come grab this hose. And it'll, like, it'll be uh, like you're one of the mermaid performers in a fish tank. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. It's going to be super good. All right, here we go. Ready? Action. <laughs> that's that's what it felt like. So he chokes out Tommy underwater. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like Tommy could get resuscitated. Like, because when you drown, water goes in your lungs. But if someone right. chokes you out underwater, then there's no water in right. your lungs. Yeah. You, it, honestly, best case scenario. Right? Uh, so to- he gets knocked out. And then Jason snags Megan, and Megan does the uh, gag that they later ripped off in Piranha 3D, where she oh, really? grabs the boat. Oh, yeah. There's a great scene in that where Ving Rames <laughs> grabs a boat motor, and he holds it up, and he, like, rip starts it. And he's like, run! And he's, like, killing piranhas with the boat <laughs> propeller as people are, like, Aren't they the in, water. like, a water park or something? The, no. So that's the sequel, which I will get to momentarily, because it's relevant. Um, so Ving Rames kills all these piranhas with the motor and then he collapses and they show him and the piranhas have eaten his legs completely away below the knee. Like it's just bone <laughs> and ragged flesh. It's really gross. He like passes out. So you're like, Oh, Ving Rames must have died. And then in Piranha three double D, which is not a good move. Piranha three D is fun. And in like a gory way, Piranha three double D is useless, but that one takes place at a water park and Ving Rames is there. And his um, therapist is um, shit. Uh, Paul, Paul, Paul Shear, who is like, he's <laughs> like, like his physical therapist to, or his therapist. Yes. Yes. Both. Uh, he's like taking him to a water park to help Ving Rames get over his fear of water. And then the, Oh, wouldn't you know? Oh, the Jesus Christ. At the water park. But at the end of it, ring Ving Rames, I'm pretty sure has gun legs and he's like, shooting like, the like in fucking planet legs. terror. I think I do remember this. I, maybe I'm cross-referencing Planet Terror, but I do. I think I remember Ving Rhames having gun legs and shooting the piranhas. 
But Megan here uses the propeller to chop Jason into chunks. And there's some great body twitches from I don't yeah. from the man who plays Jason, whose name we've forgotten. Yeah. Uh, and then the the kids they get out of the water. She gets out of the water. Is Tommy dead or does Tommy get out too? I don't. I honestly don't. No, remember. she to- she saves Tommy. That's what I thought. Okay. And then the kids are like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I I genuinely was like, "This is going to end on a freeze frame of the kids." Yeah. Yeah. But no, it ends on Jason's eye. Yeah. Who's he's still alive down there? Uh, any other final thoughts on uh, Friday the Thirteenth? It's a good one. I like this one. I agree. Yeah, I was excited. To do I don't know this. if our, our dear friend Ted would agree with us, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Ted feels about. I it. have a feeling that this might be but... sacrilege for us to be like this is my favorite one for Ted, but yeah, yeah. Well, this is my this is my second favorite. I Ted uh, Ted's a part two guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a final chapter guy. I, that's my favorite by far. Um, the the best part about Final Chapter is that it starts with a previously on Jason montage. I do it's love that. Catch your friends up on. Yeah, this doesn't do that. They do explain the lore as the movie goes. It's not like it's complicated, but uh, this is a fun one. It's a little tamer. So if you've got if you're less into the like blood and gutsy stuff, there's a lot less of it here. There's no nudity, but it's got all the fun that you want out of a Friday Thirteenth movie. Yeah, and it's eighty two minutes long. So it is it's breezy. Yeah. Not that I, I don't think any of the Friday the Thirteenth are over ninety five minutes. Although I'm sure there's probably an average. I bet the new one's like two hours or whatever. The tw- that one with Jared Padalecki. No, that I don't think it's two hours. It's pretty quick. It's also like way meaner than I remembered when I rewatched it fairly that's, recently. That's what happened. It went in, when yeah, things get glossy, era. things get mean, yeah. and I don't yeah. like it. Way meaner. Yeah. There's also an extended sex sequence with um the guy, the bro played, with the like, video camera. Yeah, but he so his character is also that actor also played a character in Transformers with the exact same name, and so people <laughs> think it's the same character, um, which is kind of funny because Michael Bay produced that uh, for Friday Thirteenth. Oh, that's right. But there, I don't know if it's in the regular version, the unrated version. But there's an extended sex scene with him and the girl where he's just like, "Your breasts are amazing." No, that's and in the movie. Like I remember because I remember that okay. scene well, in you the may actual have seen movie. the unrated version. Yeah. That he, your breasts are amazing. Cause he just like yeah. keeps saying it, and it's like, yeah, act like yeah, you've been there yeah. before. Yeah, he may say he may say tits or something more vulgar, but I just remember being very funny that he keeps repeating it. So, uh, but yeah, this is a solid solid recommend for me. It's uh, I think on HBO Ma- or Max, whatever the hell it's called now. Um, but yeah, it's a really solid pick. Uh, if you've not picked out your Friday the Thirteenth for the day, you should watch it tonight. It's a good movie. Yeah. Thank you so very much for listening to the show uh, and joining us here for the Spooktacular. Visit us at patreon.com slash dissecting the 80s to get yourself some bonus episodes, including one in about two weeks on the 1978 American film classic Halloween, uh, as well as a ton of other bonus content. You get all that right away when you sign up and in a custom RSS feed so you can listen to it in your favorite app. And we are now uh, cross platform eligible on patreon for spotify so if you're a spotify podcast listener you can get our patreon there and not have to get a separate app check us out on facebook hit us up on twitter at dissect the 80s review the show if you haven't done it we read those on the air it's been a little while we got one recently it'd been the first one in like two years i think and that helps to grow the show and uh, most importantly if you like the show tell two friends have a lovely friday the 13th i have been trip lano i will always be andrew lano until next time.
Dissecting the 80s is a chum sum of this production. Ow.